0: what's up everybody welcome to the show i see things a little differently welcome to your wednesday show an episode six review of gen v um the last episode episode five ended just with a like a sopranos moment i'll call it and so we come back and we don't know where we are and all of a sudden we start finding out that we are really in the mind of in her trauma and we get all of her backstory and how she ended up uh where she is today um as she passed out because of the guilt she had from wiping her friend's minds clean and she exposed herself we also find out how the doctors have found ways to make soup sick and control them this will definitely have repercussions for the boys uh season four which i believe it was announced i think at first they said season four was going to be the last season of the boys, but I believe Amazon promise now said they're going to go a couple more seasons, which I always figured it would go six. I was actually surprised when they said they wanted to end it after season four. And I was like, I feel like they can get six seasons out of the six strong seasons. Of, it, you know, and here's the thing. We already know that everybody's going to survive. We know the, the repercussions of what season three held, you know? um, and even the comic books, like Homelander and Billy Butcher don't, spoiler alert, they don't last till the end, you know? Um, or are they not the last one standing, you know? Um, but anyways, um, this was a very interesting episode, seeing her origin story, seeing how she accident. we heard the story, but then to see her brother actually listen to her, now her brother's missing, now her mom is terrified of her, and now her mom keeps her uh, locked in her room, and she has to keep gloves on so that's how you meet the chancellor who is like who takes her under her wing and you can tell the chancellor really has not just love but she loves her like you could tell she truly loves her and so when she offers her those pills it's really like dampening her uh, powers it's it's, it's making because she's so powerful it feels like a Jean Grey situation where she's, she's so powerful that you have to find ways to dampen her power and so that's what this chancellor is doing without anyone really knowing it. this one's first really revealed of it well all this is in her head and then you get the cameo from soldier boy look here jensen Ackles, and anything is fantastic and to to see him get this opportunity to replay this role i think was, he, i think he did a stellar. Job. he was i just recorded the the review for power uh season two of book force and I did it in one take or one, or one episode instead of uh, breaking it down episode by episode because there's so many different characters. And I just kind of talked about the different arcs that each character had. And my only real knock on it was it didn't have that standout character in season two that they had in season one with Liliana, that that that, that, that breakout character. That's what Soldier Boy was, Jensen Echols was in season three, so it was good to see him play that role again. Um, this leads to a ton of memories and... It's not just memories of Kate's. Now we start seeing revelations of the memories of each of the people that are in her mind. So you have memories from Jordan. You have memories from Andre. You have memories memories from Emma. Um, uh, not Emma. Um, I forgot her fucking name. The main main fucking character. <laughs> um, I, I keep forgetting her main name. Her her name. What's her name? Where's it? She's not in my notes, is she? Andre, hold on a second. It's not Emma. It's uh, it's Marie. I don't know why I keep forgetting her name. Anyways, so one of the memories we see is how Andre and Kate have been having sex. They've been hooking up. That's been a thing, and that's been the guilt of Andre this entire time because Kate has always been more attracted to him. But and so that's that was a revelation I didn't see coming. Um. Because the way they do the way they played it was so perfect. Of you thought was, they were hooking up because of their mutual hurt, which you know I've seen before. This time around, no. It was this is just they they were they were they were, they were cheers with their, their their significant other and their best friend. That's rough to, that's rough, huh? So, anyways, uh, Jordan also knew of Luke getting juiced before. And so, like, you see you see all these things because Jordan was keeping the secrets of the of the dean, the previous dean, this he or she, however you want to say I say Jordan, he wanted the acceptance, but he knew as an agent he would never get it, you know? Um, Emma and Sam finally have sex. They're the only ones not in the mind of Kate. They are gone away. Once Kate uh, wipes their memories clean, Emma calls her a cunt and runs away to, to go into the, the arms of Sam. So they build... And they get closer. Um, they all get memory wiped and agree they're never going to after the school. Um, the treatment kills the soups. It's not a disease. Uh, it, just, it just kills them. And Shetty, who is the counselor, who I keep saying, acts um, as they can be made contagious. So now, Shetty, her, you know, she's working for Vought. It's confusing because she's working for Vought, but it's like, yo, like, it sounds like she wants to kill these things. Vought, they're may, as everyone knows their main um their main goal is to keep soups going you know it's not their strongest asset but it's one of their assets so like it makes you question like what, what's going on with shetty here you know very fascinating episode here I think this was to me one of my favorite episodes obviously the show the soldier boy cameo excuse me but also seeing the origin story of Kate it makes you say it makes you sympathize with her for doing what she did but it's also like it also lets you. It makes you scared of her because you're like, yo, this this chick is super powerful, you know. And it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, hmm, how do I, how how do I how do I feel about her in the in the long run, you know? Obviously, she's lost trust with her friends, you know, but she's vowing to never do it again. So it's like one of those situations where it's like, yo, like, how do you even get to this point where you're just comfortable doing it, you know, but Shetty, that's the one that took her under her wing. That's the one that in many ways freed her. So I fully understand why she would see a mentor or a mother figure, a real mother figure to her and just say, fucking, I, I got I after I'm going to trust her and go with it. And also, here's the thing the deeper the memories get, like, they get out, obviously, but the deeper the memories get, they get always stuck in the memories. I, I, And I think it's fascinating how she's able to expose everyone who's in her mind. So it kind of makes them all kind of turn against each other for a little bit. um, Or judge each other for a little bit. So it's kind of like, yeah, I did this, but look what which all of you guys did. You know? Like, it makes sense for her and Andre being in, in, in that, but for Marie and Jordan it really doesn't, you know? But it's her way of saying, understand my pain. You know, and, and Andre, I will say this Andre is a very interesting character because he wants to not be his father so bad. He wants to be a good guy so bad that he doesn't realize the danger he's in, the danger he puts himself in, the people he cares about. He's, he just doesn't realize it. And I think that's what makes his character even more uh, interesting to me is the fact that he's like, yo, like, you don't know, dude. Like, you. You better calm down. Like you don't know what you're getting yourself into, and that's not a good thing for you. You know, so that's that's the, that's to me the most fascinating thing about his character. But um, I actually start liking the Jordan character more in this because it's one of those things where if, for every time you said, dang, they did that, it's like I understand why. But I find the Jordan character to be quite the Hee character, whatever you want to call it, call call her um or him. Um, I found it. To be, I found him to be very like annoying, when, when in any form. And this episode made me care, because it's ep- because it's just like you have a chance to get closer to somebody. You see something. You don't know, would you say something if you're trying to advance? Like I find the most ruthless people to be the ones that, you know, that are really that that insecure. So they do stuff like that. You know, what is the right thing in that situation? What's the right thing for you? a lot of times we forget that and we use it and, and i've noticed something a lot of times people will say well that's selfish we should all be selfish in some form or fashion trust me there's sometimes where i know i wasn't selfish enough you know so i don't i don't know like i i, I this is when i started embracing that character I never now I, i've grown to like that's to me that's a dope ass character i already knew it was a dope character but i was like Something about this character I don't, I just don't connect with. And this made me connect with that character. So I appreciate this episode the most. And I think that's what we we all need is that moment with each character. And if, and if we don't get we're kind of like, mm, I think I'm good. You, you know what I'm saying? This made me go, hmm, I understand. You know? Anyways, that is your review of episode six, Jumanji of Gen V. Two more episodes to go. I'm so chemical. This is I see things a little differently. And we are out.